Welcome to When Ghosts Speak with Melissa and Mary Ann. Thanks, everybody, for joining us for our, our third installment. We made it this far. We're on number three. I know. I know. And I don't get too... The stomach doesn't flip so much today like it did for the first two. The first two. <laughs> Wait till we start doing it live on stage one day. Yeah, that that will require a puke bag sitting next to me. <laughs> <laughs> like, pardon me. I have to go backstage for real quick. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so today we, we, uh, we thought we'd talk on portals because we get a lot of questions about these on the lives and we don't really get to go into a whole lot of detail because there's so many other questions coming in. Right. Portals are definitely energy openings. And in my world, the only way a portal can be opened is by live people something very negative happening. Um, an example would be somebody was murdered in that room. Somebody was really bad on drugs or alcohol. Uh, a really, really nasty divorce. Mm-hmm. It can be even opened up by somebody being very ill. I mean, until a person realizes that they are actually dying, they're angry that they're, they're angry they're ill. And if you're angry enough, that can blow open a portal. And so it is definitely in another thing. Portals are always, always, always on an inside wall. Portals are never on an outside wall. So, you know, there's so many misconceptions of portals. And I wonder if that's how um, the idea that the portals are always on a mirror or in a mirror, right? Because if you have mirrors hanging in your house, they're going to be more on an inside wall, like, you know, on a wall facing in the bedroom where you're getting dressed and you're looking at your outfit or in your bathroom. Not really. Correct. I have found portals in mirrors, but those mirrors were actually used in, uh, on floors where people would put pentagrams on them and use them that way. And these were people that were doing that for not good, bad practicing, not good practicing. They weren't doing healing work. (laughs) Not one little bit. And so, you know, 17, 18, 20 year olds grow up and mom doesn't need the mirror anymore. Where did it even come from? So she puts it at a garage sale or, Oh, heaven forbid on the tree lawn and somebody's driving by and sees it. Oh, yeah. Well, you just got the best deal of the day, lady, because you came home with a portal. So, yeah. And a mirror. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. So that but it's not that common in mirrors. It's, It's really not. I've seen them in I've never seen one in like in a bathroom mirror. I've seen them in old dressers that come with mirrors attached to them. They're not so popular now, but boy, they were in the 30s, 40s, 50s, and 60s. 
sometimes those have it where they caught a reflection of something bad happening in that room where it blew open a portal. Yeah, probably a right. light or right. You know. And it's an opening in and isn't that what they call astrono astron I cannot say that word. Astronomers call portals in the sky. Aren't those dead spaces where they they were on Star Trek all the time? Right. You know. So well, I don't I think they're with now I would have to say they would have to be slightly different then, I think, from those. And we hear a lot now, like, oh, the Lion's Gate opening, like the whole astrology thing. And, you know, I don't. But I I, those are not the same thing. Um, I don't see ghosts coming out of the sky because suddenly in the rotation of the planets. um, No. You know, Mars is sitting here in the third degree Ryan um, on a Wednesday at two o'clock in the afternoon. No. So. (laughs) <laughs> no, you're absolutely correct. And I don't know if over the years, if everybody had to make it more interesting. And so people start saying, oh, you have a portal in your house. I, You know, I don't know how it became so popular. Now, I have found before, before the economy took a dive and everything was bad 10, 12, 14 years ago, I if I saw three portals a year, that would be a lot. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, when people start losing their houses after 25 years, people got so angry in those houses, especially if the bank was taking it back. Mm-hmm. That yeah, they they definitely there are portals in those houses. And the way it's reflecting now, people that buy these houses and flip them. They usually have a portal in them because people were so angry when they lost them. And so a lot of times they have a hard time flipping a property because of that. Or the other thing, too, where I see a lot of portals now is rentals. But you never know. It's not your house. Nobody is going to treat a rental like it's your own house. And. More rentals have problems on college campuses because kids do the drugs or the alcohol or get themselves so pie-eyed they don't know what they're saying and they're fighting with one another. And if it's enough, it's going to blow open a portal. I was wondering if like constant drug use in a house could cause that. Um, And then also leads into the question about like recovery centers, you know, where People are going in trying to heal to get over their addiction. And, you know, there's there's going to be therapy sessions. There's going to be a lot of emotion coming out and the releasing of things. Do these centers tend to have portals because of the releasing of this energy coming out? I have been in three of those very specific drug rehab centers. Out of three, I only found a portal in one of them. And it funny, but it was the person that ran the whole thing. It was in his office. And it's like, hmm, what really goes on here? So, yeah. So, but a portal could be blown open. Look how violent rape is. If somebody's raped, a portal could be blown open in that room where that happens. 
And that's why, being that it's so negative, that's why only negative people come out of the portal. Your nice, sweet old lady that walked in through the front door and is just snooping through your jewelry box to see what kind of jewelry you have didn't come out of a portal. But the guy that's standing there in the corner in a jumpsuit that looks like he was put to death by a state someplace, he could have been a murderer. He could have been a rapist. He could have been a child pedophile. And when he died, there's the white light. And these people, they're afraid of retribution. So a lot of them don't go into it. You remember the ghost, the movie Ghost with uh, Whoopi Goldberg? Okay. Her, the man that killed Patrick Swayze at the end of the movie went into an oily cesspool. That's how some people in their mind picture it as greasy, tar pit, ugly, bad. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's opposite of a white light. Yeah, that doesn't look very fun, inviting, warmth, you know, loving. Yeah. You know, all but, things are warm and fuzzy. Right. But if somebody was really bad and they're afraid of meeting God face to face, mm -hmm. they're going to go to the black hole instead. Their whole life was basically a black hole. They may as well stay in it. It's so sad in a way. Like you know, it is. And, just learn and not be stuck that way and, and learn from your spiritual mistakes. And it's hard trying to if I go to a house and somebody is there out of the portal, nine times out of ten, they will not let me make the white light for them and go into it. They will go back into the portal. Now I close the portal so that nobody else can come into it you know, that property. But I, I have to tell you, in my, it just reminds me of subways underground, hundreds of subways everywhere. And the exit light, when you're in that subway, if you see an exit, the bad person goes to that exit, pops its head out of the portal. That's a portal. And when they come out, the good thing is, and there, believe it or not, there's a good side to this too. Only one can come out at a time. They can't stay any longer than a day and a half or two days, and then they have to pop back into the portal. Now, that doesn't mean that the minute they leave, somebody else doesn't pop back out, or this guy waits two or three days and comes back again. So you can have somebody that comes on a regular basis. You know, did you ever think, geez, I bet I have a ghost in the house. This house is crazy today. And then all of a sudden, everything is running smooth. There's no problems. Nobody's crabby. Nobody's cranky. The husband is great. The wife is super happy. And then the next day, the wheels fall off. Do you have a portal? Is somebody popping in on occasion on the days you're having a bad day? Could be. Well, that's um, like we kind of had that problem here, you know, in the store, which was surprising that we had one come open. And there was a pretty big healing and release that happened, you know, in that room. So after a fight, I'm like, oh, OK, well, that makes sense. But there would be days where nothing was going wrong. And then other days where whole sliding cabinet door fixtures falling off of jewelry cabinets. 
artwork falling off the wall, glass breaking. And I think at one point, like I, I even um, before the recordings um, expired, like my security cameras going off. And so and it kept saying movement. And yet I'd watch and there'd be nothing there. But I could hear talking and I'm like, get out of the store, <laughs> you know, and driving all the way back. And I'm like, there's nothing here. Right. You know, exactly um, right. And, and again, you know, how many people actually see them? That's the problem. And they still need human energy, like the regular ones that come in through the doors. So, you know, people ask me, what does it look like in the white light? I don't know, because I can't see in it. What does it look like inside of a portal? I don't know. I can't see inside of it. I just see the outside. Like everybody else, I can't see what's inside it all. And, you know, you ask people that have gotten information from people that have crossed over. They tell you very little about what goes on in the white light. I think it's almost like you have to do it yourself to see. And I can't get any information from the people that come out of portals either. I mean, what do you guys do it in there? Or do you just constantly go in and out of houses? And I mean, I've already done a, a house in say Michigan that had a portal in it. And the ghost was from a prison in Spain. This is worldwide. This is not just local or in the United States. I would have to wonder what would happen if, and I'm sure this is almost impossible to happen. But if all the, the entrances were closed, like what would happen to everybody stuck in there? Well, they're all so nasty. Who knows what would happen? You know, I'd say they'd kill each other, but they're already dead. So I don't know what to say. <laughs> they can't really kill one another, like you said. But I, I would have to wonder, like, if they were trapped, like, would it combust? Um, would they then be forced to kind of, I don't know. I don't know. Miraculously will come, come get them because they can't keep running away. Right. Right. But yet on, you know, I don't know, maybe the devil would come and collect them. Who knows? I don't know. I mean, again, it's one of those yin yang, you believe in God, you must believe in the devil too, you know, and that's everybody's own personal what they like or don't like, so who knows? But it's like there's only so many earthbound spirits that can fit into house with so many. I mean, one adult living alone is not going to have 15 ghosts in their house. They 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 comatose for God's sake. They wouldn't be able to move from absolutely no energy. And and I think that might be why only one could come out of the portal at the same time, because their energy is so negative mm -hmm. that maybe it would really do a lot more harm to the living in the house than I see. That could be. Um, I mean, just what was going on here, that wasn't fun. That was just the one, you know? Right. Um, I mean, I was about ready to throw the back computer into Lake Erie and, you know, rip all the doors off the jewelry cabinets. I'm like, I'm tired of the doors falling off. And, and that was just one, one guy. And he kept coming back and forth. He would wait his two, three days and come back. That's again. And that's why 
for a couple of days, everything would go right and then everything would fall apart again. And he just, I mean, that guy gave me information, you know, you found him. He definitely existed. And, but he just loved, and that's what they like when they come out of a portal. They like, especially, you really don't want them around if they were a child pedophile and you've got children. Because the one house that I did that had a portal in it, the lady had um, twins, twin girls. And on the one, the cribs have the front and the back have those tall wooden parts, the rails around the sides. Mm-hmm. On the outside of the foot of the bed of that crib were huge four claw marks that were down the back of that in the wood. It, it not the other one, just the one. And that was the twin that fussed all the time. The other one slept through everything, but this one, she could go to sleep someplace else in the house. Mom would pick her up, put her in the crib, and she would scream bloody murder. And this from the day she was born. And when I got there, they were like four or five months old. And mom finally did something when she saw those that claw mark into the wood mm-hmm. of bed. So you don't want something like that coming out of a portal in your house. No, no. It's not fair for the little ones. Don't ignore it. No. Okay, so what are things that don't cause portals? There's a lot of misconceptions of everything that everybody thinks. So let's knock out some of the things that do not cause portals. So if you face two mirrors to to one another, does that create a portal? It does not. But doesn't that have something to do with feng shui, though, too? Could be. I'm not up enough. Yes, on I'm not on that either. But I know feng shui likes to put range mirrors in certain places across from a front door and, and all of this stuff. I don't know if that. And I think a lot of different types of metaphysical people use the word portal to mean different things. Could be, you know, um, just some sort of entry or opening, you know. Right. Um, I think, you know, we've both seen books talk about the portals to the chakras, and that's just the opening of the spinning wheel. Because that's, that's right. you know, that's what chakra means, spinning wheel. Right. So, but they, <clears throat> but they call it a portal, though. And again, so when you lump everything together, you know, it, it, it just doesn't make sense. You've got to learn how to separate it. Ghost portals and chakra portals and star portals and, you know, whatever there is out there. I don't think, like I said, the only thing that you can bring in, the only way you can bring a portal into your house, though, is through a mirror. I've never seen one in anything but a wall or a mirror. And, oh, no, there's an exception. One time I found one on a basement floor. But two people had been killed down there. So that's probably why. Um, but that is very uncommon. Plus, and I'm sorry, but I have never seen portals in the ground either. I've only seen portals in a structure. Okay. People said, I can't buy that property because there's portals on the ground. You sure you're not confusing it with a well that was trying to be dug or something? Because there's no portals. On, on the ground. It doesn't happen. 
<laughs> I hadn't heard that one. I haven't. Yeah. I shouldn't be surprised. Um, so just because somebody practices a pagan type of religion, that's not necessarily going to create a portal. Absolutely not. Um, I'm trying to think of, you know, it's like normally, you know, I'm going through social media online and I see all of these just little videos and I'm like, oh my God, no. And now that I need them to go back as reference, I can't find a one. Um, but one of the big things was, uh, so many mirrors facing one another. I guess there's a hotel, um, where there's like a hallway of mirrors and they're like, that whole hotel is evil and haunted because of all of these mirrors. And there's all these portals bringing in all these things. I'm like, it's probably creepy and gives you that wonky feeling because it's just going to keep reflecting, but that's all it's doing. That's exactly right. You know, um, so go ahead. I was going to say, can portals suck in human souls that are still living? Absolutely not. And a living person cannot walk into a portal. And I've never seen a regular earthbound spirit go into a portal. And some some earthbound people that I run across, okay, uh, Hitler, Mm -hmm. he was not the devil. He did devil-like things, but he was never out of a portal. Now, you would think if he was in somebody's house and he saw a portal, he would want to go into it and maybe control it. But I have never, ever seen a spirit jump into a portal unless it was somebody from the portal. So if um, the person dies, do they have the choice between the white light and the black oily portal and they choose the portal or is the portal the only thing that's present for them? I think when you've done something that bad, I think that there are two, the white light and a black light. And I think that's your decision. I think you either have to, you have to pick one or the other. And the ones, like I said, the ones that from prison and that, they always, always, always pick the black one. I don't think we've ever really like gotten that deep into like, how do they, how do they get stuck in that portal system to begin with? So they have to choose to go in there. That's right. Everything's a choice. You choose whether to go to the white light. You choose when you're alive to be good or bad choices. And you've got choices after you die too. It doesn't make any difference. They're your choices. Gosh, I had one guy that came out of a portal that uh, he was, taking the two-year-old's clothes off during the nap. And it turned out when I was there and found out what his name was, he did die in prison. Well, he was put to death in prison for raping his two sons. So these people, same personalities, same likes, same dislikes, whether it's appropriate or not. That's why you don't want portals. Plus the fact you could buy a house that was vacant for 10 years and it has a portal in it. You fix it up. You have no problems. You fix it up. You live in the house. Um, you're only there for five or six years. You sell it. Another family buys it. They love it. All of a sudden, the portal gets active. There's no rhyme or reason when somebody decides to come out of it. During that 10-year period, maybe somebody popped their head out and went, ah, nobody's here, I can't stay, because who are they going to get energy from? Mm -hmm. 
So I tell people, do I, you know, when they call, do I, I don't, we don't live in the house yet. Nobody's lived in it for six months. Are there any ghosts in it? Probably not. Because who are they going to get energy from? That doesn't mean as soon as you pull in the driveway, they weren't hanging out next door and they don't come over. But are they living in that house? No. But is the portal still there? Yes. Because that does, that literally has to be closed. Okay. You know, portals, I think we could keep talking about this for like ever. And we could probably even have a follow up just from some of the extra questions we get on our Wednesday morning lives. Right. Um, you know, because we've even had questions like our TV screens portals, you know, are ghosts jumping out of TV, you know, screens because they're flat and they're reflective. Have you seen a portal in a TV, in an electronic? Never, never in a computer screen, never in a TV, never in a movie theater screen, nothing like that. No, I've never seen a regular ghost come out of it. Once they are in your house, the ghosts, normal earthbounds or ones that come out of a portal, they can mess with your, all your electronics. Your TV won't work and your computer won't work or your printer won't work, but they are not coming out of it. And again, I don't understand or know why somebody would tell somebody that, that that's what they've got in their house if they didn't know for sure. Unless it's just a way to scare somebody or I, I, I don't understand why somebody would do that. Well, there's also that belief that if you're watching paranormal programs or, you know, ghost hunting type movies, television shows, that having that on in your house creates the portal to whatever ghost might be from the TV, you know, to where now they have a connection into your house. Is, is that a type of portal that can be established from watching a TV show? Absolutely not. That cannot. The worst thing, in my opinion, watching that stuff on TV is that if you've got little children in the house and they are hearing this, that all of a sudden they're scared of their bedrooms. That's why, because they were watching you watch that kind of a program. But no, I've never seen. Many, many, many years ago, there was a man from um, uh, Iraq. And he was living here now and his wife was American and I, she had a problem. So I went to the house and got rid of who was there. And this man said to me, and I have to laugh because this was probably when computers first started coming out where there was a screen and not being a computer person. I don't know how long ago that was, maybe 25 years ago, 30 he wanted to set me up then talking to people in Iraq over a computer to get rid of ghosts. I can't get rid of ghosts over a computer. So, and that's why they don't come out of computers or television screens. Mm -hmm. It does, doesn't work like that. Yeah. They're not, uh, the, the portals aren't through the electricity. Though I know you have said before, uh, sometimes the earthbounds will use um, like the water lines to come in, um, in a house, like the well waters and stuff. Well water. That's different than what the portal is and how it operates. Totally. Totally. Anything that brings something in. Now, it doesn't happen on city water, but it definitely happens on people that have wells. Uh, that 
pipe that brings that water in has to be protected. And again, maybe two in 40 years come in through a well, just like maybe five or 10 over the years through a fireplace. But if you're going to protect the house, let's do it 100%. Right. Trying to think, what else have we heard on our Wednesday <laughs> about portals? We went you know, already. We did that quick. <laughs> yeah. The, the problem is that I don't think anybody at the store when I was there the last time for the meet and greet and the talk, uh, a young man came up and started talking to me and he wanted to know how he could get his hand on a portal and he, or he wanted instructions on how to make one. Why? Why would you want that chaos in your life? <laughs> well, this, if he was 16 or 17, maybe somewhere in that, I don't know. Is it just to find some new kind of fun thing to do? Or it's like, I, I I don't even know if there's a recipe or, or a how-to blow open a portal. I mean, yeah, stand somebody in front of a wall and stab them, kill them. That might do it. <laughs> might. Might, right. There's might. Right. Um, now you're going to be in trouble from your parents. That might create more of the portal, the rage from your parents of the... <laughs> that's, that's exactly right. Or when I did, and it was Halloween time, and I did a show for uh, PBS, and we did the prison. Mm -hmm. and, uh, yep, and the prison. The, did the prison have portals in them? Oh yes, there was a bunch of portals in the prison. I wouldn't be surprised if every fifth cell didn't have a portal in it. But look how negative and bad these guys are. So it would make sense. Now, the top floor that nobody knows about used to be a TB ward years, years, years ago. There was no portal up there. But the cells, the different levels of the cells in the prison, yes, definitely there were portals in there. Now, can you stand outside of a home or a building and know that there's a portal on the inside? Or do you have to kind of be at least standing in the entryway? No, I cannot tell just from looking outside. Um, it's like when I'm on Zoom, if there's a portal, I can pick it up on there. If I come in the house, if I'm on the phone with somebody from the house where the portal is, I can pick up on it. But just driving down the street, no. Driving down the street, if I see a ghost look out a window, I know there's a ghost in there. What I can tell more going down a street if there is a curse on the property, it almost looks like the old joke. If I didn't have a black cloud over my head, you know, well, the house has a black cloud over it. So I know that there's some kind of negative energy curse wise in there, which could be from a portal. But for sure, there's negative energy in the house. Hmm. You have ever driven past like your friend's house or pulled up for a dinner to play cards and you're like, oh. Somebody got, and do you say anything when you see it? I do not because it's really none of my business. I just don't, I just don't walk up to people or say something. Uh, my sister had a ghost in her house and I never said anything to her until the ghost started messing around with her baby's toys. Then I said something. 
because I, it, I, I'm not going to see something happen to the baby. So, you know, I brought it up then. Uh, I've said stuff to a ghost on an airplane when they were messing around. Um, but just a normal, no, if you don't ask me, I don't tell you. But I'm, I'm like, if you see something, say something. <laughs> Don't hold back. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, that's, I, I get that a lot. Should I put it in writing for the rest of my life? If you ever see something around me, tell me. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's funny. Cause like when, when I have that issue here and I, it never dawned on me to even suspect portal at first, you know, I was like, Did fairies. Cause they're, they're the ones I blame. Um, like some fairies from out back, get in, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, um, I think it was Maria who was like, no, I think you got a, a portal going on in there. And I'm like, no, because if Mary Ann, because you had just been there or called or something, I'm like, she would have yelled at me wanting to know what in the world I did. No, there's not. And then you and I talked again and I got that, like, what did you do? <laughs> I'm like, oh, there it is. <laughs> it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. There it is. Like, no, no, I'd rather know. Because if nothing else, especially since, you know, the source is supposed to be, you know, a safe healing place. People come in for health and healing. Right. You know, like, I want to know that and get that taken care of so everybody's safe in here. And, you know, after it was confirmed and went back and I'm like, okay, it started happening on this date, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, who was in there? Who was working and went with them? And she's like, well, yeah, there was that client that just you know, take a country song and magnify it by 10 and all. And she's like, it, it was hard work pulling all of that and healing it. And I'm like, <laughs> I bet it was. Uh, yeah. <laughs> See, the other interesting thing about spirits that come out of a portal, they can't leave the property, the four walls of your property. They can, they can go anything that's, if the garage is attached, they can go in the garage, they can go down the basement, they can go in the attic. Uh, but they cannot leave with you. They can't walk out the front door. The only way they can leave, unless I make the light and release them, is to jump back in the portal. Now, let me make a couple suggestions. If I talk to you and I tell you there's a portal, I can usually tell you approximately where it is in the house. And if it's something that I can come and close and that's what you want. Obviously I will do that. But if you live far away or another street or another country, I, that's not happening. And so what I would tell you to do is get a smudge stick and smudge right in that area. Normally I say smudge every 12 to 14 days, but with a portal, I will tell you to smudge at least once every five or six days, right where I told you it's at. So that the next time somebody pops their head out of the portal, they'll go, oh, no, I don't like the energy in here. I'm not coming out. Mm -hmm. So it's not closing it. It's putting a Band-Aid on it, but it's stopping anybody from coming out. There we go. So it's going to be my next thing. Like if somebody is not local for you to come help, which they do if they've had one. So get um, get some, you know, cleansing, smudging. Right. No. And you've got other stuff in the store that works too. I I'm, I like the smudge, but I'm sure there's other things that work. The only thing I don't like the smudge spray. No, no, no. But I like the smoke. That definitely does work. And again, you know, 
anybody can do that. Anybody can put that in the front and stop something, somebody creepy from coming out of the portal. Mm -hmm. I mean, it would also be safe to say, like, if you just smudged your whole house properly. Yeah, but smudging, you know, if it's a a normal size house, 12, 1500 square feet, you know, that's not that big of a deal. But people that have houses that are five, 6,000 square feet, they get portals too. And (laughs) it's easier to do the hallway where the portal is than do the whole house every five days. (laughs) Especially if you have vaulted ceilings and, you know. And that's hard to do with vaulted ceilings because they will go high. Mm-hmm. And that's where I got the idea with the attic and the hairdryer. That's what somebody used, but they used a fan. They just yeah. turned the fan, put it on a couple chairs and lit the, turned it on and lit it up and let the smoke go high. People you know, get creative. You have to get creative. Well, you know, that that's the whole thing in the whole spiritual practices. You know, it's like. People get so wrapped up in ritual and like, you have to do it this way because it's been done since the beginning. And I'm like, well, that's what they had back then. You that's know, exactly right. They used what was around them. So, you know, you know, I do sell like those abalone shells for people and, and smudging. And, you know, they're like, do I have to use this? And like, technically you could use a Pyrex or Corel dish, anything that's heat tempered, you know, a and I'm like, pot, a pot pan. Yeah. yeah. You don't need. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, like, well, I should be upselling the shell, but I'm like, in all honesty, like I can't in good conscience, you know, be like, oh, you have to have the shell or it won't work. Well, that's like, you know, when somebody says, you know, I, I remember telling somebody a few years ago about smudging and that she said, well, wait a minute, I can't do that every five or six days. I said, why not? And she said, well, the full moon is only once a month. <laughs> I said, and the full moon has what to do with smudging? She right. said, well, I have to be naked and say the Our Father three times and spin around under a full moon before I can smudge. I went, oh, I want to party with you. This is great. How do you do that? No. You know, silliness. You'll, you'll find a million different ways online on how to do everything. And, you know, I just, I'm like, what works for you? What feels good? What makes you feel like you're putting your intent out there. Like the only thing that I, I tell everybody, two things really, um, make sure your doors and windows are closed. I don't care what all of the little social media platforms say about, you know, you're trapping the evil in. Well, first of all, certain deities don't give a crap about Sage anyway. It's not right. going to do anything. Not going to do a thing. But for the earthbounds, the smoke is doing the work. So if you have your doors and windows open, it's going right outside. You're wasting your time and your energy and, and you're accomplishing nothing. And you've got to do more than just waving the stick around the door frame and window frame and corners, like smoke it up like the 80s bar, people. Um, Don't be lazy about it or you might as well do nothing. Yeah, you're wasting your time, your money and everything else. Don't even bother to do it. And then we had one man that lived in Indiana that literally got one of those he wore a beekeeper's outfit with the, the the mask and everything, the big, and he put sage inside of that gun that they smoked bees up with. That was way more than an 80s bar. Let me tell you, I think wallpaper start peeling off the walls. That's how bad he was smoking that place up. That's a little a overkill. Little I mean, my eyes are watering just thinking about it. And I don't mind the smell of sage, but 
Yeah, right. Oh, there went my sinuses and allergies even worse now. <laughs> right. <laughs> Shut the empathy from feeling that. Um, wow, we, we could keep talking, but we're already like 40 minutes in. No, we're good. Okay. We, let's not bore them. We can read no. so many more episodes, I think. Oh, yeah. And that's it. So let's let's stop it here. And let's see how this one goes. Yeah. So, you know, we, we're doing our episodes the first and third Wednesdays of the month. So um, but we still do our Wednesday morning lives on, on our YouTube. So um, Marianne, yours is just Marianne Winkowski on YouTube. Um, W-I-N-K-O-W-S-K-I to spell your last name. Um, or you can look for uh, Goddess Elite New Age, but we're live on both channels, so either one will work. Um, you can ask us questions live, and we'll we'll answer for about an hour. Sometimes we go an hour and fifteen if we're having fun, and neither one of us have something to do. Right, <laughs> right. Um, and we do zooms, and um, what else do we do? All sorts of shenanigans. Hopefully, with as COVID's easing up, we'll be able to go back to doing live in person events too. Oh, that would be so nice. I. I... I, you know, I, I said the other day, I, I, the Zoom is fine. This is fine. But it's so much nicer to talk, to see people look in their eyes and, and see reactions. And I, I just miss not being face to face with people. I really do. Well, it, it makes it more fun. Like it's, it's nice to, to talk with our friends every Wednesday because we have a good core group that, that joins mm-hmm. that makes everything fun. But we can't see them. Right. So, you know, I always feel bad. And then, um, and then I feel bad if I'm out in public and now I'm starting to get recognized locally. And if I'm in the store, like I'm lost in my head, like, don't forget this. Don't forget this. Go grab this. When you leave here, you got to do this. And, and I've had people be like, I love your YouTubes. And I'm spaced out. And one lady, she was so nice. I got all the way over to the exit door before I, my light bulb went off above my head. I'm like, oh, she was talking to me. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, thank you. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> right. I'm not used to that. Um, but you know, but they'll come up even here in the store. I'm like, oh, I'm so and so on Wednesday because like they have a different name for their YouTube versus what their real name is. And you know, so that's always fun. But we can't see you. You know, we might right. recognize the YouTube name, but we can't see you. And that's the problem. And that's why doing it live in front of an audience is so much more fun because you get more interaction with people. Mm -hmm. You know, you give somebody an answer in a crowd or in a a setting. And if they have like a quizzical look on their face, it's like, didn't understand that. Let me tell her to her this way. You can tell which the way we're doing it on Wednesday morning, you give it out there and you hope they got it. Right. Right. Um, so yeah, hopefully some in-person events coming up here soon. Um, after the beginning of the year and the snow, hopefully less snow. I know (laughs) it's Ohio. It could snow up through the beginning of June. (laughs) That's right. You just never know. Right. Darn that mother nature in Ohio. All right. Well, uh, thanks for listening with us, everybody. Please make sure to subscribe, tell your friends to to come listen with us and join us on Wednesdays. Uh, But uh, we'll see you. Well, we won't see you. Well, we won't see you, but there'll be another one on the 17th. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Okay. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you.
Thanks for tuning in to When Ghosts Speak. Join us again soon. Goodbye.